Hey everybody, welcome to Listen Money Matters, the olive in your personal finance martini. My name is Matt and I'm here as always with Andrew. Andrew, how are you this morning? And what are you drinking? I, I'm great. Uh, I have my, my Camelback water, so it's way too early to be drinking. But uh, I love that catchphrase from Grace. Yeah, you like that because you like martinis. Yeah, I like my dirty martinis. And so you like it with olives in it. Absolutely. You're not a twist guy. Nah. Yeah, I like I like a dirty martini. I don't, everyone likes a dirty martini. They like to drink salt, I guess. I like them. I'm not. I'm not True. You know, that's what it is. I am drinking bulletproof coffee today, like I was on a previous episode. And, and I, are you giving us a video on how to make this? Maybe. <laughs> maybe. It's I'm dude. I'm so tired. I had a long weekend, so. But we, I'll, I digress. Uh, before we get started, guys, if you have a question about personal finance, and I know that you do because you've been sending them in, send us an email with your question to listenmoneymatters at gmail.com or just send in and say hello. Also, we're looking for catchphrases. This week's catchphrase, the olive in your personal finance martini. That's from Grace. She sent it via Twitter like we asked. So thank you, Grace. And she's always in contact with us. We love Grace. Also, uh, guys, send in the submissions for your catchphrases. And we're going to say them at the beginning of the show, and you can send them via Twitter, at Money Matters Man. That's our Twitter handle. We really want to hear from you guys, and we want to answer your questions, and we just want to say hello. So say hello to us via email or via Twitter. We are there. Guys, happy Memorial Day. Andrew, what are you doing for Memorial Day? I'm BBQing. Nice. In, I mean, in Hoboken? Technically, technically, I'm BBQing today, but... Yeah, it, on Monday I'll be uh, BBQing in Hoboken with some friends and boozing it up. All right. Well, today we decided, because it's Memorial Day, that we'd have a guest on the show. And we're actually going to talk about personal finance tips for people who are in the military. And uh, somebody emailed in, said he was in the Air Force, and his name is Johnny. Johnny, how are you this morning? Oh, I'm awesome. How are you guys doing? Thanks for having me. Yeah, no, we're doing great. And thanks for coming on. And, and you work in finance for the Air Force. This is right. Yep. So you're like the perfect person to talk to about this subject. And it was just a fluke that you had mailed in. And, and Memorial Day was coming up. And I'm like, let's get you on for Memorial Day. And let's teach some military people out there. Now, are we including vets in this, in this scenario? Uh, so I think it's more uh, towards active duty guys. Active um, duty guys. Yeah, we might talk a little bit about retirement, but uh, we'll see. All right, excellent. Now, uh, so just give us a brief background on what you do uh, for the Air Force uh, finance-wise. So uh, I'm in the Air Force. Uh, I've been in the Air Force for about uh, 11 years, and I, I work in the finance office. So the finance office is uh, where all the military guys go, the active duty guys, mm -hmm. um, reserve, and everybody else will go if they have like a pay problem, have to get their pay started, uh, get their different types of pay started, um, God forbid something happens and they, they don't get their direct deposit, something like that. Right. So, so we're, we do everything military pay and travel related when it comes to uh, military pay. So you're kind of like HR for the Air Force. Yeah, but just the pay side. There's, just to, another, just there's other guys that do the other things. So, yeah, so the, the, the accounting department. Yes, yeah, we okay. do that. That's another side of the finance office too that they do the accounting and the budget and all that other stuff. I have to imagine there's multiple places. But you deal mostly with the guys – and, and the guys and gals in the military, and not so much the, the back-end stuff like paying for planes and stuff. Yeah, right, right. Yep. They I come gotcha. to the counter and ask their questions. So I imagine you deal with a lot of new sign-ups. Is that what they're called? <laughs> new sign-ups? Uh, basic trainees, I guess. Brand yeah. new people. Okay. And, and you had mentioned in your email that 
you know, these kids are, are kids. They're 18. They're adults at this point, right? They yeah. come into the military and they've never had a job because that's what you do. And you're in high school. You, you sign up the thing in the middle of lunch and then, you, you know, you go to you get recruited. You go to the military, you go or military, Air Force, whatever, whatever division. And now you're getting paid. But since you're active duty, you don't have any chance to spend that money because you said like it's free. It's kind of like free to live for a while. Right. So just going through uh, a typical, I Mm -hmm. guess, person who joins the military. I mean, they'll join the military dependent on when they get recruited. For me, I was 17 when I joined. Um, I was two weeks out of high school. I went straight to the Air Force. I went to basic training. And in basic training, you're there. I mean, you're working. You might be getting trained, but you're getting a paycheck. You are. In basic uh, training, you are? Right, right. Yeah. So as soon as as soon as day one, so so you you get a paycheck there. Um, the going rate I looked it up for today. I would join eleven years ago. It's probably less, but mm-hmm. today is fourteen hundred and sixteen dollars and thirty cents. So when you step off that bus in basic training, then you know that's that's what your monthly pay is going to be. Fourteen hundred. Yes, sir. Yep. That's pretty decent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so they're getting. I mean, they're getting yelled at the whole time and doing PT every day and everything like that. Is so. it is it an eight hour work? day is it eight uh, hours it's probably, it's probably longer than that okay all right so they're yeah, getting so, their money's worth okay <laughs> yeah yeah so so i mean they're there they go to basic training that's uh eight weeks now and then for the air force i'm not sure about the other branches and then from there they go to uh tech school and you know and they're also eating for free living for free living in a dorm room so that money is just money that they have in their pocket to pay for their cell phone bill whatever bills that they have and that's pretty much it they don't get a military phone no, no, no. We all have we get our own phones. So then what happens after basic training? What what's the what's the next step? So in the Air Force, uh after basic training, everybody goes to tech school. So you learn whatever your trade is. So if you're an aircraft mechanic, if you're a finance guy, if you're vehicle mechanic, medical, whatever you are, you go to a specific base and you learn your trade. Um What if you're like, like a frontline guy, where do you go for that? Is it the same uh, is it the same we- thing? Well, we don't really have those, but yeah. Oh. Uh, I mean, so everybody would just go to their, their technical school to learn whatever they do. And then from there, then you go into your first base and then your full-blown active duty, I guess you can say, permanent party, we like to say. Okay. And then when you're – because when you're in the uh, – like after you get your training, you're working after that, right? Right, right. Yep. So, I mean, it's a regular work day, I guess you can say. I mean, we're we're not that different than anybody else um, besides the fact we can deploy, I guess you can say. I mean, mm-hmm. I go to work every day at 7.30, get off at 4.30. I mean, sometimes shorter, sometimes longer, depending on what we got going on, just like anybody else that's out there. Right. And how long is that for? How long do, can you have that job for? Uh, you. I mean... You can have that job. Normally, people sign up for four years. That's your job. There's, sure. there's other avenues that you can do. I mean, you can change jobs. You can do something else. I mean, it just all depends on how you want your career to go. But average, no, somebody signs up for four years at a time. And you just keep re-enlisting every time you want to, if you want to keep your job? Right. And right, not go yeah. out into the to the working world? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't say all that. We are the working world. That's we, true. I'm so, Yeah, you're we right. We pay taxes. Yeah. Now, well, you say you pay taxes, but uh, you had mentioned that some of the income that you guys are getting are tax-free. Is that true? That is true. So so our pay is kind of broken out a little bit differently. So we have the base pay, like I told you about. Um, the base pay for an, an airman, like I said, is about 1400 to 1600 For me, being in 11 years, mine's about 3300 So that's just strictly base pay, and that's the, uh, that's the taxable aspect of it. 
the, and then we have what's called BAH. We call, it's called Basic Allowance for Housing, mm-hmm. and it's actually a specific allowance that you get based on the zip code of where you're stationed or where actually you perform duty. So um, where I live, it's about fourteen hundred a month. So I get my thirty three hundred tax taxable. I get my fourteen hundred that's not taxable that I get to buy a house. Um, or if I live on base, then I don't get that money. It just kind of goes away, and they get a free house with free utilities. Uh, I live off base, so I get the fourteen hundred dollars to pay my rent and utilities and things like that. Well, that, is, that, top, is that is that a VA loan? No, that's just a just, straight allowance that the government gives you in order to do it. Huh? I did buy a house, but and I had a VA loan, but that's how I paid it with that allowance, I guess. Really? Yep. And then on top of that, um, we get it's called BAA's Basic Allowance for Substance. It's basically like money for food that you get, and uh, for us, it's about three hundred and fifty-seven dollars a month. So, on top of what you're getting paid, this is all on top of that. So you get yeah. a regular paycheck, like everybody else, and then they're also paying for your housing and your food. Yeah. Yep. Totally. Uh, it's it's all cumulative, cumulative together. I mean, we don't. It's not like separate payments or anything. It's just all one big lump sum. Really? So it's all one big paycheck. Do you right. get paid? Tw- you get paid twice a month or once a month? I get paid on the fifteenth and the first, but you can pick to if you only want to get paid once a month. But I don't do that. Hmm. So now, so all right, and you're using um, the, you're using the extra money for food, and you're using it for food, and you're using the extra money for the house to pay for that. Right, but I mean, it's just one payment. So if if I don't, if I live in a trash can or I live with my mom, right, live, you know, then I just bank that money and I. That just, was where I was headed. So what ha- Like I'm like, if you don't have a house. You could take that money and either you could, now, and this is where I want to head with it. Um, you know, you you had mentioned that um, now. Th- th- this is does everyone get this this sort of like extra pay for for housing and food? So if you're if you're brand new, more than likely you'll live in the dorm, mm-hmm. um, so you won't get the the food and the housing. What you'll get is you'll get a dorm room for free, just a place to live. And then you'll get, you can eat at the dining facility for free. It's kind of like a cafeteria, just like college or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you're eating, living for free, no utilities, no bills. And then that, whatever your base pay is, that's what you get to do whatever you're going to do with it. Hmm. That's all right. So then you, you had mentioned, I, I look, uh, if I were in the military years ago and I was getting paid, the all this extra money, I would probably be blowing it. And you had mentioned that this is something that's common, you know, because these guys are these guys and gals. I have to remember that there's a, it's a unisex division, uh, <laughs> but you, you know, they come into the military and they've never had a job and they just get they have all this money now and they're maybe they might be still living at home. So what are they doing? They're not investing it. They're not doing anything. I, I would imagine uh, they don't really know much about personal finance. So, I mean, what are these guys doing with all their with this with this money right now? Um, I think, uh, I mean, this is just my opinion, but I, sure. I think a lot of them buy nice cars. I mean, I did that when I was young and eighteen. I mean, I would just join. I'm like, man, I want the best car that I can afford. Too bad I didn't have any money to put gas in it, but I had a nice car sitting in the parking lot. Right. <laughs> um, I, I think a lot of them eat out a lot, only because you know, if you live in the dorm, then you go to that dining facility. Well, that dining facility is on like a 10-day rotation, so you want to eat the same thing every day Ooh. for, you know, on a 10-day rotation. Right. And, <laughs> you know, so um, so I think a lot of people do that with it. Um, not to mention a lot of people are, are um, stationed away from home. 
So they buy plane tickets and, and go on vacation because, I mean, we get vacation time just like anybody else. So What about drinking? I think they're just spending it on life. What about drinking? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we, we've been known to, to throw back a lot of <laughs> – a lot of beer. I mean, but I a lot figured. of them are eighteen. So, so I mean, we don't condone that underage drinking at all. So we don't we don't play with that. So, right. If they're twenty one, then more than likely they're out of the dorms already, and and uh, and they're going that route. And so they have the extra pay. So I guess there's no education within the military on what they should be doing with their with their payments. Uh, there is. There uh, is. Yeah. So we have we have like a like a program. I mean, when you go to basic training, I mean, there's like a class you can take. Um, but they're more voluntarily, they're voluntary classes. So you have to, you know, volunteer and you say, Hey, I want to go to this class, but you know, with work and life and everything like that, a lot of people don't sign up. I don't think until it's too late. Yeah. And who wants to volunteer for more school at that point? Exactly. So it's a, yeah. So it's a volunteer thing. They have to kind of want it. And they're like, yeah, why don't you come to this free finance class? And I can just see everyone's eyes rolling over like, let's go to the bar. (laughs) Let's go to the diner. Exactly. So, all right. Now, because you're a government employee, right, I'm sure you get different sort of um, investment options than us in the private sector. Right. So um, for retirement, obviously, we have all the the different types of Roth IRAs, traditional IRAs. You can use whatever you want. This is all through the military, these IRAs? (laughs) No, no, no. So, I mean, just because we're in the military doesn't mean we, we forego those things. Like, I use that thing like I have a Roth IRA. Okay. But within the military, we have TSP. It's called a Thrift Savings Plan. It's kind of like the federal government's version of a 401k. So, it's, it's, uh, there's a, a pre-tax 401k option, uh, and then there's a post-tax Roth 401k option that, that you can do. And that, that just started uh, about two years ago, the Roth piece of it. And uh, but within that, we only have a few different investment options that we can get. Um, I mean, we still limited to the same cap, the seventeen and a half thousand cap with a five point five catch up. If you're over what fifty, I think it is. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I mean, but w- when we invest in TSP, you know, we start it takes out of our pay automatically, and we only can invest in. There's five different funds: G, F, S, C, and I, and they invest in everything from government securities to common stock but it's not like oh i'm gonna pick apple it's just right i want common stock and you just invest in that fund so what's did you uh the tsp it's called thrift savings plan right yep that sounds kind of lame yeah, so, so that's, uh, <laughs> i think that's a that's a government program i mean sure i've heard postal workers and other federal employees that have it so. oh it's not just military based no 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 we're it's a federal government system. was that the one that uh andrew was that the one that hirsch had yeah, he had a TSP. Oh, okay, he had a TSP. So, and n- now is there a, is there a, a cap or because you, you mentioned four hundred one k, but is the TSP have like a, a, a an annual cap that you can invest in? Uh, it's the it would be just whatever the IRS said the cap is for that year. Okay, so, what is it like seventeen and a half thousand for two thousand fourteen or something like that? Okay, and then it's uh now you say is there Roth and traditional TSPs? Yeah, so it's the same fund, same thing. One, okay, pre tax, one's post tax. And so can you as a as a military guy can you uh do a Roth and a 401k and a TSP if you want it? A Roth I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I made it I made it, I made it. <laughs> can you do an IRA, a 401k and a TSP? 
Well, well, TSP is our version of a 401 I understand so, now. Yeah. I get things. So, <laughs> so if you had a raw through a company, an investment company or something, and you had TSP, then yeah. Got it. So uh, you had mentioned uh, a pension earlier. I, I mean, that's awesome because like, you, barely anyone can get pensions these days. Could you tell us a little bit more about that? Right. So uh, our military pension, uh, I guess you could say retirement as we call it, is about uh, – so after 20 years of active duty service uh, – and I can always speak to active duty because that's what I am mm-hmm. – uh, you get 50% of your base pay. So I would say on average it's between fifteen and $1,800 a month. I mean it depends on what rank you retire at and everything like that. But And is that for- taxed like when you receive it or – it actually depends on the state. So uh, I just came from Arizona, and Arizona did tax retirement pay. Some states don't. Um, it, I guess it just depends. Hmm. Uh, you got nothing else there? You had no follow up? <laughs> no, I mean, I, I was just, I was just thinking. Um, Were you thinking? And yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So you had said, um, you know, after twenty years, pension is a possibility, but you also could choose to cash that out year by year as, as like a bonus no no so so our retirement or, or pension whatever whatever we call it it's just a monthly payment of 50 percent of your base pay when you retire so so when i retire i'll be let's say when i hit 20 years i'll be 37 mm-hmm. so at 37 so if i retire at 20 years in one day i'll get whatever 50 percent of my base pay is for the rest of my life I got you. I guess I was under the impression that uh, you could maybe like opt out of that and choose to like receive more money now or something. Well, so there's this thing that not a lot of people know about, but I do because I work in finance. Is there's uh, at 15 years you can get a thirty thousand dollar bonus, but that bonus is taxed, and then it reduces your retirement pay um, uh-huh. to forty percent instead of fifty percent. So it's like taking out an early like loan against yourself against yeah, your pension. Kind of. So I, that's all right. So you're getting a pension, and so it's a 20-year pension. Yeah, so at 20. So I'll be 37 when I'm eligible for that, if I make it. Now, would you retire and then continue to work in the private sector? Yeah, because uh, I don't think in uh, nine years when I, when I plan on retiring, $1,500, dollars would be enough to uh, sustain my lifestyle. Yeah, but, but I mean, you I also have, – I have TSP too. So. Right, so you're going to have TSP, and if you have an IRA and a 20-year pension – that might you might be good, but although I don't, can can you take out of the TSP? There's a TSP in the sense of a 401k. Can you do you have to wait until a certain age to get it without being penalized? Yeah, so it's the same rules. As, okay, as same rules. Other 401k, 59 and a half, I think it is. Okay, that's all right. That's I like the 20 year pension thing. Now, do you guys do you guys get bonuses throughout the year? Uh, no, so it depends on your job. So okay. uh, if you're like a guy who's going to run and kick down a door and they're really scarce and have to go through a lot of training, you might get a crazy bonus. But an average guy like me that's just, you know, works in an office, no, we're not, we're not scarce enough. If you could uh, talk to a person who is just joining the military, right, what right. kind of advice would you give him or her financially before they had any chance to screw things up for themselves? Um, I, I would say that they should uh, pay their GI Bill. So that's the, the education benefit that we get for joining the military. It's $100 a month for the first 12 months. Uh, so I would say pay that. And then after that, 
have the equivalent of that amount of money going towards TSP, mm-hmm. and uh, and and so they don't see the difference because they're already living without it. And then on top of that, just just be different. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna live in the dorms, and these guys are gonna want you to go out and and party and and spend money and and things like that. But I mean, you're eating for free, you're living for free. I mean, just just do what you can to save at an early age, and then after after your twenty years, or even if you get out at four years, you'll set yourself up to make the decisions that you want to make. You know, so you don't have the the money aspect to worry about. You just make the decision. You want to get out. You want to stay in. You want to go to the civilian sector. You don't. I mean, so if you don't have a money problem to worry about, then it's uh, it's a lot easier to make that decision. Is there any uh, like mindset or culture for? in the military for people to take some of the money they earn that they're not spending and, and invest it, you know, outside of, of the TSP? Um, I mean, I think it, it depends who you talk to. I mean, you're, you're always going to have the people that, that love investing, that, that, you know, that like to follow the stock market and, and invest in Ross and, and other sort of, of uh, ventures. And you're going to have those that don't. I mean, so we're no, we're no different just because we wear a uniform than, than any other people that handle money. <laughs> Right, right. Uh, and so I'm curious because uh, one of like the main reasons I like uh, investing outside of like the 401k is because you can't access it, but you could take a loan against a 401k. Um, is that something that's possible with the TSP? You can. You, you can take a loan against it. Um, I, I think there's like certain rules. I've never really looked into it, but, but I know of people that have done it, I mean, to buy houses and, and things like that. They just pay it back with whatever the interest rate is. I just wanted to ask about the GI Bill. What is that? So the GI Bill is uh, you sign up for four years, and they pretty much – I'm not sure on the exact amount, but it's umpteen thousand dollars towards school. So you go to college. You can pay, have your education paid for. So now they do the, the post-9-11 GI Bill where, where you get your school paid for, and then you get a, like a stipend on top of that. So it's, it's a pretty good deal. And then I can transfer it. So like I'm in the military, and I get 100% tuition assistance. So they pay for for my school. Uh, I got a bachelor's degree, p- fully paid for by the Air Force in accounting. And oh, that, yeah. And so, uh, so I don't really use my GI Bill, so I can transfer it to my kid when uh, when he gets to college age and he can use it. Oh wow! What's a stipend? <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of it's it's really it's BAH that we talked about earlier, the basic allowance for housing. They just give you that while you go to school, if. So, so you have some sort of money coming in. I was going to ask because uh, there is this. I I've only heard the the term on the show arrest development, which is, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not really where you want to hear it. But they do they get like when you get deployed, well, do they give the mo- money to the wife or the uh, the husband or whoever the a significant other is? You talking that, about when you're active duty? Yeah, like no, if you're deployed. No. So. so when you're deployed, I mean, you're overseas. Uh, I, I've been deployed twice, bo- both times to the Middle East. and uh, Where at? I'm just curious. Oh, I've been to Qatar and Afghanistan. Oh. Yeah. So Qatar, isn't it? Isn't it called Qatar? Sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. So, uh, so when you're deployed, you get, you, get other, so you get your base pay, your BAH, because you have to maintain a household here. You get your money for food, your BAS. And then on top of that, you get, depending on where you are, it's all location-driven. Um, you get hostile fire pay. You get tax-free or combat zone tax exclusion. And then you get hardship duty pay. And then if you're married and have a family, you get family separation allowance. Wow. So you guys get a lot of stuff if you're deployed. Yeah, it sounds like a lot. I mean, 
not well, to mention we we eat for free over there and and you know it's it's hard we'll just say it's harder to be at home with the kids than it is for us to be over there really sometimes yeah there's no there's no crying babies over there i guess exactly <laughs> oh, <God>. oh, <laughs> uh so there's all right i have to bring up something that uh has been bothering me and i don't know if you can speak to this that or not but um my, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm worried about veterans at this point. Uh, is there? You're not a veteran. You're still active duty. So I, I don't. That's why I don't know if you can actually speak to this or not. But uh, when you're a veteran, when you uh, do, you still get access to TSP. I, I mean, so you as, as long if you're not a federal employee anymore, you can't contribute. Got it. I mean, the, the money will still be there. Um, but then you you know you take it you roll it over to whatever your new job is or whatever you're going to do with it. And what about uh, healthcare? So our healthcare is is uh, one hundred. So we go on base. Uh, we have one hundred percent care. So I mean, many times I've been to the doctor, give me medicine, whatever I need, and then uh, so I don't pay anything. Uh, my family, uh, they pretty much they go on base as well. And they get the same military doctors that we see because there are doctors in the military sure. that, that, that we see. Uh, and then they get all their, their health care paid for, too. We have TRICARE. And then for dental, we have uh, it's MetLife now. And I pay like $34 for my kids to see the dentist. And, uh, but, but, I mean, our medical is, is pretty awesome. I mean, my wife's due next month, July 15th. We're about to have a baby. So oh, that's that'll great. Be totally, yeah, that'll all be totally covered. Uh, we don't have to pay anything out of pocket. So, well, and that's because you're active duty. Right, right, yeah. And what happens if you go into the private sector? You got to uh, just go know. go to the normal channels? Uh, I don't know. I've never been in the private sector. That's what I'm saying. You, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see what happens because I know there's VA hospitals and I, you know what's going on with those right. uh, currently, which is super sad and, you know, it's been bothering me recently. But uh, there's, you know, I'm just, I'm just curious, like, if there's, it seems like if you're active duty, they love you to death. But as soon as you're a veteran, they're like, "Meh, you're done." And I, and I, I mean, it seems to be the case. But I'm looking at it from the outside in, so I'm not getting the real, the real scoop. Yeah, I, I, can't, I can't really talk to uh, the medical outside. I mean, once I, once I get outside, then I can, I can see how it goes. Yeah, and I'm curious uh, to see what happens. I mean, not, not so much the medical, but like even like having, yeah, if you're not a federal employee anymore, you're not working for them, you're not getting the TSP. Uh, you know, you're not getting any of the, the the perks, I guess, of being active duty anymore. But I know you can still, because uh, I my friend's a, a veteran. He he can get a VA loan for a house, which I know he just recently did. Right, and that's they have a much better rate than I I think. Now I could be wrong, and I don't want to go. I, I don't <laughs> know the true answer to this, but I think he gets a better rate than someone in the private sector or maybe it's just a little bit easier because he's already kind of in the in the you know because he's a veteran i guess i don't, I don't really know in fact i don't want to go down that road because i don't know <laughs> but uh yeah so i mean like just to just to kind of wrap things up is there anything else that you uh as far as personal finance tips for for military people that you wanted to discuss or or, or at least mention um i i, I think uh not so much personal tips i guess well it'll kind of from there but i mean just know your benefits so i have the luxury of, of living benefits every day I right, see, right. I, I see allowances I, I see this but but i see guys that 
that you know are are working on planes every day that that don't know what they get paid, how it comes from, or even if their pay is right. I mean, you know, so so I would think you know for anybody in the military out there in, in Radio Land listening, I mean, just know your benefits. Look at your LES. Look at your pay stub. I mean, just know what you're getting paid and just make sure that it's right and you fully understand it. And if you don't, I mean, talk to a finance guy. We'll we'll definitely explain it to you. And just to make sure that you understand and, and, you know, so you can make the best decisions for you and your family with your money. That's great advice. And and would you encourage them to take that free class, that free uh, personal yeah. finance class for sure? Yeah. So I've never taken it, so I can't really speak to it. But Yeah, but, but you're in it. You're in that world. Right, right. The, the more education, the better that somebody has is, is well worth it. Cool. Johnny, thank you for coming on. Happy Memorial Day, my friend. Hey, happy Memorial Day, team. Thanks for having me. All right. Guys, thanks for hanging out with us today. And remember, if you have any questions you'd like us to answer, and if you're in the military, we will we will get your questions answered. You can email us at listenmoneymatters at gmail.com. And we really want to hear from you guys. And again, the catchphrases, send them to our Twitter account, at Money Matters Man. And if you like the show, and we hope that you do because you're listening right now, leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you listen. iTunes is... We have so many reviews coming in. We will read them when they do come in. In fact, let me. Do you think I should read one, Andrew? Yeah, absolutely, man. You think I should? All right, I'll read one. I'll read them. I'll read the most recent one that came in. You know what? Uh, here's one. Really super good. <laughs> That's a great. Well done, guys. I found your guys' podcast, and I have plowed through a half a dozen shows. Tons of great advice. Well played, sirs. That was from NoHo CCP on iTunes. Thank you, NoHo CCP. Love you. So uh, last but not least, guys, if you want to learn about personal finance and money management, we're always writing new stuff and posting up new episodes at Listen Money Matters. I'm sorry, at listenmoneymatters.com. You can find our uh, show, our most recent episodes at listenmoneymatters.com slash show. And also, we have a book. It's about Mint, masteringmint.com. Go check it out. I think you're going to like it. So that's it, guys. Johnny, thanks again for hanging out with us. And we look forward to the next episode later, guys. Later, man.